Fellow heroes and force users of all ages, hello there. And welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. I'm Daniel Dawson, and I'm joined by my dear friend and fellow nerf herder, Dino Nicandros. Greetings. Alyssa is unfortunately stuck in the underworld with hippos and scarabs. That is sad. Today, <laughs> today, we are discussing Moon Knight, episode four, The Tomb. This episode of Moon Knight was directed by Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead and written by Alex Minahan, Peter Cameron, and Sabir Perzada. And by God, we're Marvel fans. I don't know who you are or where you came from. I am Iron. I thought they smelled bad. On the outside. It smells like a new corn here. Inside the Tauntaun, this is our opening song. Alyssa, Daniel, Dino, talking nerd stuff, come along. Inside the Tauntaun podcast, please like and subscribe. I am a Marvel fan. I love this shit so much. Wow. <laughs> yeah, this is a really fun episode. Um, it got me really excited. So remember when I was like, I don't know, randomly dogging on episode two? I was just like, there was a dip. Yep. Yes. <laughs> this, was, this was the opposite of a this dip. Whatever the opposite of a dip is. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's called a, a hill, I Quite. think. Yeah, more like a, a peak. A peak. This Hopefully a not peak. a peak. I mean, no, you know, no, it, no. It would be great if it kept going, but like honestly, that that episode was like super duper fun. Well, th- this this was a peak, I think, in in the the Marvel television realm. Yeah, like, it was it, cool. It, it was it was something we have not yet seen, and and especially yeah, considering like unique. all of the oddities in Wandavision, like th- this mm-hmm. this stood out. You're you're right though. It really does kind of um that this episode in particular feels like it does kind of come toe to toe with um the weirdness of WandaVision. Yeah. Like, Just like really the, playing with your mind and uh um yeah, like not answering any questions but just asking more. It's um really 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 fun. Like I think anyone's theory at this point is is valid valid until, sure. until next week. But yeah, right, but, uh, right, right, right. Um I, 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 I'm still blown away that we are well past the halfway point now where we only have two episodes left, right? Yeah. yeah. Two episodes and left. And the penultimate one is going to is gonna be wild. I mean, it's going to... Oh, yeah. It, it has to be, right. Yeah. I am curious, too, because like, there's, there's always two ways a show can do, you know, it's either the finale is the craziest or the penultimate is the craziest, and then the last episode is sort of like a... Wraps know, it up, yeah. A wrap-up. Um, yeah, I imagine, I don't know. I don't know what this show is going to do. I'm excited, but I, I, I was going to say that I'm, I'm kind of, I'm weirded out that we still haven't met the third. Like the, we were they're, so they're, close. They're saving it for like the last few episodes like that, that I, I wonder, I'm why, you know, there, there has to be a reason that they're saving it for the last moment because there's, there's some big reveal that we don't know about. And I'm wondering what that is and i love that but it's like um we all know that they're there but like 
um, what's so special about this particular one that they feel like the need to, you know, hold the cards close to the chest until the last moment. Right. Uh, I wonder. Yeah, I, 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 I don't, I, I don't know. There's, um, we're going to find out that this last one is like randomly a bad guy or something like that, or, you know, yeah. And he's uh, like responsible for a lot of dark stuff. Dark sided. Dark sided. <laughs> yeah. I, w- when this episode was over, I, uh, I struggled to come up with a good, at the time, I struggled to come up with a good explanation for what was happening. What was happening. Yeah. Um, you said at the time, but y- now. I, I still, think <laughs> you still have nothing. <laughs> I, I I have an idea. I mean, uh, just like anyone else does. Oh sure. Um, and maybe maybe we just work backwards because that's what I mean. Honestly, going to want to yeah. talk about um, the, the the one of the most interesting parts of the episode was most definitely the ending. So and Mark Mark clearly gets shot several times yes, in the chest. In the chest, like it's, I I think it's always. Um, uh, like you know, when when a when a show goes as far as to show you like that he wasn't just shot; he was shot like directly, like right next to the heart. Yes. It's just like you want to you want to be like this. This person is probably dead. <laughs> yes, and he falls back into the the the, the standing water, and mm-hmm. you get one of the. <laughs> The coolest shots I've seen in recent memory of very him, cool him slowly fading out of consciousness, and you see yeah. the light, kind of light at the end of the tunnel, and then the light becomes the flashlight in a very campy Indiana Jones Tomb Raider. <laughs> that was the weird, like the craziest reveal. I was like, I was like, wait, is there Tomb Busters? Wrong? I literally, for a second, I thought that there was something wrong with Disney Plus. <laughs> like, wait, what happened? Yeah, I thought and, that they and, forward me to another another show that I had never seen before. Well, that's that's where the Wandavision comparison kind of came in. It's like, yeah. wait, what is what is going on here? And and huh? we're in this pulpy '90s Raiders of the Lost Ark ripoff with uh, yes. which follows the exploits of one Doctor Stephen Grant. And yes, a made-for-TV which, movie, basically. Which, uh, so something is clearly amiss here, and then we find out yes. we're in a psychiatric ward. Uh, and we start seeing faces we recognize from I mean, uh, past mostly episodes. Mostly, like, the entire, it feels like almost all of the featured characters from the show so far yeah, his, are his in crazy here. manager Donna at the British Museum. She's, yes. She's cuddling a scarab, cuddling right? a scarab pillow or a plush. From the gift shop. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you see uh, Harrow's uh, minions, you know, mm-hmm. the guys masquerading as cops. Yeah. Um, uh, Layla. Even the, the um uh I I didn't realize this at first, but it was um uh pointed out that the um one of the guys in the psych ward is the um the gold statue guy. Yes. Yeah. 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 I did, I didn't recognize too. that at first, but yes. Um, Hard to recognize him without all the all the paint on his face. Uh, and they're. They're they're playing a game of bingo. It is it's just all very 
and they're also um, some guy is doing the uh, the Rubik's cube, which yeah. we saw him do earlier right. in an earlier episode. And and Layla's personality obviously is completely. Ch- she's very docile and uh-huh. very bizarre. And then we find Mark in a, a wheelchair, which he's curiously uh, ankle cuffed to, to, just right. like like he would be in his bed. Mm-hmm. And and he sees. Uh, he sees a reflection of Steven in the window or, or, or I don't remember if it's the window or the mirror, but so it, like, he's like a window thing. He, he's yeah. with like a plant on the other side of it or something. He's there. And, and those two still exist in each other's mind. So it just coming up with a good explanation for that is just, um, so was elusive. There, there, there's a, there's a, there's a few theories out there yeah. about the whole show of whether or not whether or not Mark is actually dead. Um and like the whole show more or less is just a big like projection in his mind. Um uh or if like this is the real world now like that we're seeing which to me that doesn't feel right because like a lot of it, well, especially towards the end of the scene where everything starts to kind of like tilt and like you know, yeah, the the chandeliers start swaying. Like that doesn't really, that doesn't, that feels very Inception like, you know, <laughs> like right, um, or at least that that one scene in Inception. Um, yeah, I don't know what 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 is your well, it's interesting you bring up Inception because, mm-hmm. and just my my gut feeling right now is that. Mark is dying. Okay, yeah, and that's interesting. And well, he's we, not we, we yet all know dead. that he just got shot in the chest. Although that's interesting. Do you feel like that portion of the story that's being told is real? Of him getting shot? Yeah. Yes. That's what I think too. I think I think that's, that's real. Where... And whatever's happening here, I I think is is his brain playing games with him as he slips in and out of Yes. Because I was going to say, like, Inception would also would be like both of these things are not real. And there's like another another reality that's like outside right. of both of these that. So it's like as you get further down the rabbit hole, like it um, it just gets weirder and weirder. Right. You and, well, I mean? and, you, and you think about Inception, um, the mechanism they use to wake them up from the dreams. So, yes. So like, for instance, like the, well, that, yeah, <laughs> that and uh, and and the bathtub. And, yes. Um, it that kind of explains the like the weird hallway that when yeah. he's running away from Harrow. Just the something is going on. So I wonder if that's him something just sinking. Mess. And I'm gonna I'm gonna stick by that. That this is a like a, a quote unquote fever dream. A a kind of the the brain's last images as it dies. Yeah, there's and, also another theory out there too that um, that it is happening in his mind, but um, it is like his depiction of what the underworld is. Yeah. Okay. I I mean I buy that. Yeah, like everybody had like you know when you like when you go to the underworld, like everybody kind of has what their own version of what they what it looks like kind of i guess sort of to well i don't know if it's to make you feel comfortable because he obviously doesn't feel comfortable (laughs) he's like i'm not supposed to be here where am i you know yeah um and then also finds like you know 
his his altar. Um, although you know, it's uh, he also finds what I mean. He finds two sarcophagi, um, one of which he opens and finds um, Stephen in. Um, yeah, because we we're, I, I think we're led to believe that Mark is the one that we were seeing first, the one that's strapped to the yes. chair, right? Yes, yes. And then he finds Stephen who's in a sarcophagus. And then we see another sarcophagus is shaking, but they just are like, eh, we're going to leave that one alone. Which <laughs> is like weird, you know, like he made, it's like he made an unconscious, but maybe conscious decision to not go and open it up, which like they didn't even comment on it. They just look at it and then like go away from it, which I thought was a very interesting choice. It just, um, you know, yeah. Did that, did you find that weird too? Well, yes. I mean, is Mark, well, look, we know Mark was super confused uh, in the last episode when all those yeah. people ended up dead. And he's like, well, I didn't do it. Stephen's like, yeah, well, right. I didn't do it. So uh, I, I, I wonder, and the, the third person referring to is Jake Lockley. Right. Theoretically. Theoretically. It, it, because this show is kind of bonkers right now, it could be somebody else. But Who knows? Um, yeah, I wonder how how aware Mark is... Like you just said, perhaps it was an unconscious or a subconscious decision subconscious to decision. Uh, to uh, to avoid it, or if he if he truly does suspect at this there's point something that sinister he, in yeah, there. like perhaps like there's a a third version, and we don't need to go down that road. Like things are yeah. nuts enough. We don't need <laughs> that to, guy is that guy's rough. We don't need to unlock the third part. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and I wonder what that even what what. Um, I, you know, if, if this place, this like, you know, subconscious place, or if they're like in the underworld or whatever it, it may be, um, if whatever they do here does have implications in, you know, his like real reality, whatever that means, um, like by him unlocking, um, Steven from the sarcophagus, like, he's like, okay, he's back. Now, if I unlock this other sarcophagus, it's like, they're all aware of each other all of a sudden. Right. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but then the, you know, well, oh, yes, yeah, so we didn't even talk about um, him um, and his, like, really fun conversation with... Um, Harrow. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's where, th- th- that's kind of where the fever dream death rattle kind of thing comes comes to mind because he's mm-hmm. he's starting to piece things together very slowly like you you see uh he sees in the reflection like Harrow's pants and the glass filled shoes and yeah and so he he's desperate i think he's desperately trying to, to climb back into reality um, yeah he's like no this is this isn't real th- that, right. that that was a spicy little conversation they had too yes that, uh I, and I, I really like how it's uh, how it's timed out when Harrow's talking about uh, the Raiders of the Lost Ark knockoff. He yes. he mentions I particularly liked the villain. Uh huh. And then quotes like, oh, him. Yeah. Which I think was very interesting. I'm trying to remember what the quote was, but I'm sure it's probably important. But um, I also thought it was very interesting too that he was like he he that you know he had like a little short speech about reality, mm-hmm. you know, like talking about like this pen, you know, is a writing utensil for me, but for, um, I can't remember what his other description was. Um, Oh, to a dog or something. He's like, it's a chew toy or something. Yeah. And, and both and are both true. Are true. It's yeah. in the eye of the beholder. Right. So 
that that that's a hint if i think right yeah it's, it's i mean it's hinting to something it, it what well, it just and unfortunately it just asks yet another question of uh what is real but actually in this series what what in the hell is real right they're, I, they're 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 begging us to to go down that that rabbit hole like of uh just asking whether or not the entire thing we've been watching yeah. this whole time is actually real. Yeah. And I would say at this point it would be deeply unsatisfying if a giant chunk of it isn't. You know what I mean? I, like, I, I'm we, preparing we've myself for We've that. done that trope before, that. and I just don't want that. But I know. I know. It would be, inter- it would be interesting. It would be interesting. It would be like a like if, if it was sort of an Inception-like thing where at the end, like the last two episodes, we find out that like both of these things that we've seen so far – um are not the real real um uh and then and maybe that's why they're saving jake for the last because maybe jake is like you know the furthest out (laughs) so um so once he's like revealed it's um uh God, yeah, I don't know. I feel like um, they they could easily do that, and then like the next season of Moon Knight is like, you know, in Jake's reality. Yeah, um, it sounds so confusing. <laughs> I know. It, yeah, for, forgive me. I'm processing. I know. <laughs> processing in real time. Uh, so th- this this episode in particular does borrow from. Uh, what has become a very famous Moon Knight comic run, uh, right? In 2016, uh, where where there is, a, a, it, it opens with, uh, um, with Stephen and and Mark in an insane asylum, a lot like this. Yep. Uh, what's different? I've heard about this. I haven't read it, but right. And and what my understanding, what's different is that. Um, we already we already have a really good established view of who Moon Knight is by the time that run starts. So sure, because this is a continuation of right other and, runs, and and we've you know by by that point we've been well introduced to Moon Knight. But here we're still we, we we've we've barely even gotten to see Moon Knight, and and now Conchu's in prison, and like we have so many questions left. And now, as we've talked about, we're questioning whether. Any of this is real, and like, what? I believe that comic run. Uh, it, it it didn't end up being. Uh, it, it it geared more. I'll, I'll say this: it geared more towards being what I had said, like a fever dream. Sure, but so it was like- also. And, and and I I need to read this comic. I think it will be super useful. But yes, uh, I'm I'm curious if this is the one that my my friend was telling me that I needed to read. But and I'm sure it must be because he said it was like one of the coolest like arcs that he's ever read. Uh, but but the like the, the whole crux of this this arc crux. was that uh, it, it reframed uh, Stephen and Mark's uh, personality disorder. Mm-hmm as a gift and that I've, I've said that from the very beginning when I was doing the research I was just like I to me it's like because it says like on the website on the uh, Marvel wiki like it says that like his weakness is his 
disorder. I'm just like, but like, it sounds to me like all of these guys have all of his altars have like these very special gifts, you know, that, that, that they can bring to the table. I, I, I totally think it's a gift. Right. He, he's able to, to identify problems and fix problems that others cannot because he, he's literally working in tandem with another version of himself who sees the world wildly different. Which, you know, in- interestingly enough, I mean, like, wow, that's kind of interesting. I, 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 um, cause Moon Knight in this show, this version of Moon Knight, he, Moon Knight already exists and is already like a superhero. You know what I mean? But like, uh, like it feels like we're getting an origin story of like, of Mark and Steven and whoever else, like them sort of meeting each other and finding out that if we work together, that we are kind of like our own superhero, you know, yeah. without Khonshu. And, yeah. and so I, it's, I, I think that that it's sort of like, he's like learning, he's got like special abilities that if he is able to like learn how to, I don't know if he's like c- controlling his, um, his, uh, uh, personality disorder, like that, um, yeah, that it could actually work in his favor. Yeah, and and I wonder since since Kanchu is sidelined right now, and we get another view of this at the beginning of the episode uh, in the little stone talisman, and it seems there are many gods who are in this. I'm glad you started conundrum. That yeah, yeah, and and including which I going back to what we were talking about before because we didn't mention it, which was like the big reveal at the very end of the episode where oh, yeah, we saw yeah. this giant hippo. It's like. <laughs> so cute i'm getting very much like cork vibes like just because it's just like a really adorable like large creature that like speaks like basically like a normal person and and what's fascinating is oh so this is Tawaret. Tawaret, right um the uh the god of the goddess of uh childbirth and fertility and rebirth too which yes I, which is interesting which would would make a ton of sense if uh, if if Mark is clinging to life here. Yeah, um, and and also interestingly enough, the reason why I brought it back to this is because um, if you go um, if you if you watch some of the previous scenes where we've seen these little statuettes, and even in like the credits and stuff, they'll show like little like like clips of like statues standing together. Yeah. It looks fairly like Tarret is one of them. Yeah. So, so yeah. It's and, and if you, if if what if what we're seeing is in his head, it would be weird that Tawaret is there. I guess you know what I mean. So there must be something real about the place that he's in, but not well, like real, real. Well, and there's a suggestion, which is why I think what's his you know Harrow is making that di- dis- like bo- like this is real, but it's not like real. <laughs> well, right, and and. Uh, th- there's been a suggestion too that perhaps this is Mark and and Stephen to an extent uh, challenging Harrow's view of reality and sure uh, and and that what we're kind of seeing here is a subconscious battle for mm. a, uh, over what reality really is like yeah, yeah, what yeah. is real and what isn't and I think that was the point of what Harrow was saying was it's all in the eye of the beholder so but Tower Red um, is there. And and is it some kind of uh, rescue or? Uh, I, 
I mean, we do I, know that Mark is um, aware of Tarrett because um, he even mentioned her, like, in, what was it, the first episode, I think, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. They're doing, they're doing, um, they're doing uh, inventory of all Oh, Steven, yeah, Steven, Steven, yeah, yeah Steven. Oh, sorry, Steven, thank yeah. you, yes. yes. Uh, and he's like, oh, can you hand me those hippos? And he's just like, you mean Tarrett, you know? Yep. Like, yeah, yeah. he references her. So, um... So, you know, the fact that that Tauret is in his like, you know, potential subconscious, you know, fever dream, like you were saying, I guess could make sense. But also. Like it, it, if <laughs> I think it would make more more sense, maybe that that she is real and that they are they're all in the same place, but they're maybe just seeing it in different ways. Yeah. Like Tauret is in the underworld with him. Um and I don't know, it's very confusing. <laughs> um but yeah, oh, sorry. So so going back to what you were saying before, I I completely interrupted you. Beginning of the show, all of the gods, basically all of the gods, it feels like, except for five now or yeah. so, are imprisoned. Something's wrong. Like, you know well, what I mean? This is like, part, when, yeah, part of, part of the end game to kind of clear the board for Amit to. Yeah, something feels wrong. It's like, why, you know, like if, if you, you know, if you imprison a, like a handful, it's like, okay, that makes sense because, you know, you know, everybody's going to make mistakes. But like, if like most, <laughs> it, which it looks like literally most of the gods on the, you know, Egyptian, like, you know, laundry list of gods are imprisoned, yeah. like, I don't know. Something feels weird. Well, and short of freeing Kanchu, how how do we get Moon Knight back? And right. Well, and I'm wondering if that means if if by saving um, Moon Knight uh, or sorry Kanchu, like I'm wondering if they're going to like sort of unleash all of the gods at the same time. So it's just going to be like an all out crazy whoa whoa wee wow yeah. time. Cause and 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 you wonder uh, so oh well here's my question to you do you think that the the gods that are currently like still you know putting out their their justice or whatever you want to call it um, do you think that they're good bad or neutral men like you know if they're doing bad maybe they don't know that they're doing bad you know they're just like. Yeah. misguided or something like that or do you I don't know what what is your thoughts yeah I, I, you know I I honestly haven't thought about it yet I because I, uh... to me I feel like I could absolutely see them revealing them to being like having nefarious sinister um, yeah yeah something more like more sinister uh, end game ideas I mean, they they could very well too just be deceived by mm-hmm. by Hero. I mean, because look, like we we've already had kind of a court of law right. situation where Conchu and uh, Mark should have won on merit. Yeah, but uh, but they, they did a horrible job presenting their case and made Harrow <laughs> look like a genius. I mean, it was right. It was really sad. So they could they I you know they could very well just be disillusioned and that's very very believable um 
and deceived. Yeah, that that that'll be interesting. I can't can Moon Knight survive without Khonshu? Mm-hmm. Won't find out. Um, yeah, very interesting. Well, I mean, now he's getting the help from our good old friend Towerette. Yes. Yeah. And and if if I I how does I you know uh, introducing Jake Lockley into yeah like into the proceedings does that help you know, him in some way? Is he reliant on Konshu as well, or is there is there an element there that allows him to be more independent? Because um, he's like the he's the the brawn behind the yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting. Uh, the other, the other big reveal, which uh, I don't think it comes as much of a surprise, but it does uh, mirror the comic book version. Is uh, we get the full, or a, a rather fuller picture of what happens to Layla's father, and oh right, and Mark yes. is forced to at a very inconvenient. Yeah, time. Yeah, that was like the part. Was like, oh, I recognize that. That that was that was part of our research. <laughs> um. And that Mark was present, as we suspected, at the killing of uh, Layla's father, right. uh, an archaeologist. And we assume... Tried to it save was, him, but... They don't say it, but we assume it was Raul Bushman. Uh, right. Who is the the primary antagonist to, to Moon Knight. Yeah. Um, and, and... Which, I mean, so far seemingly is, you know, inconsequential to this series... Yeah, yeah. Well, and and I saw the uh, the creators had mentioned not in, including Bushman because he, uh, from a character standpoint, uh, resembled Killmonger from uh, oh, sh- gotcha. from Black Panther, and that they're they're uh, they're a little too similar. And it, sure, I guess they felt it didn't need to be kind of a going retread. into museums and stealing stuff. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That checks out. Um, it's like we've seen this already. But now we have this interesting triangle with with Layla, Stephen, and Mark. <laughs> yes, where Stephen oh, is kind of very like uh, you know great direction like in this episode because there was lots of um, fun symbolism going on. Um, I because uh, like throughout like every time I see animals in this show, I'm like googling like you know like the animal. And Egypt and just because like I know that they're like they're like winking at us the whole right, time right. but like you know they're having this like sort of lovers quarrel and like then they're like walking through the desert and then they they like you know like overhead you see like crows flying overhead which wait hold on a second I wrote it down <laughs> I wrote it down crows few know uh, that crows have very strong family links and they, they are monogamous. Because of this, in ancient Egypt, they were symbols of faithful love and the Greeks related them to Hera, the goddess of marriage and war. Which I was like, well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And then they see a, like a, a, a goat or a ram um, which I think a lot of people were going like, oh, that's like evil because like Satan. But like in Egypt, it's different. Um, it was the the god Kanum, I think it is. I'm really not sure how to pronounce it. Um, uh, ancient Egyptian god of fertility, associated with water and with procreation, hmm. um, which would also make sense in yeah. their situation. Yeah. Because they want to bang each other. Right. 
Um. <laughs> oh, and that, and that was such a an awkward but great scene where uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> just I wouldn't even call it a kiss, just the lip contact between yeah, Stephen. Yeah, she's just like, okay, let's uh, belay what, down what now. Is... <laughs> He's like, I don't know what belay means. Yeah, what's a belay? <laughs> um, but but now we have the dynamic of of uh, of her being interested in Steven and then yeah. simultaneously finding out that Mark lied about uh, what he knew about the death of her, her father and right. how, and just how another like freaking is another um, example of why you just, just tell, even though, even if the tu- the truth is like painful, it's always better than lying. Always. Like yeah. it's just so stu- literally like, Every single episode of I Love Lucy would have been really boring and like really short if they just told the truth to each other. Yes. Because <laughs> like, that's literally the end of the episode. Ah, oh, Ricky, I yes. wish I had told you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I just thought I was like, true. Mark, you idiot. Just tell her the fucking truth. She'll understand. God. Yeah. And why are we hashing this out right now? Uh, I know as of all being. times. I know that that was the only thing that was a little unbelievable to me because I was like, I, I I know that you're you're really emotional about. I mean, yeah, it's like the most emotional, like probably the most emotional crazy part of your life. But I think that she was, she must have been fairly aware of the imminent danger that they were both in. Like, and she decided to be like, no, 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 we need to talk about this right now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, come on. Yeah, well, and and you know she has to be questioning too. I mean, she does get an answer from Mark, but you know, Harrow is a an unreliable narrator yes. of events. And, right. But he's clearly he's put he's, the doubt in her mind. Yeah, he's clearly for you know created a wedge. Yeah, which was um, his his whole purpose. Yeah. Um, I I uh, I mean, sorry. Since now we're in that scene, I just I I I'm I'm, I'm fucking I'm I love Egypt shit, you guys. So like when they're like going through tombs and things like that, oh, it gets me so excited. I really really enjoyed all of that. The um, very Indiana Jones flair, um, which I know that there's there's some people out there that think that that's part of the reason why they think that this uh that also this reality is not really real real. Like because it like feels a little too Indiana Jonesy, but I don't know. I I I personally think that that was just like it's just a wink and a nod as opposed to like we're actually yeah. trying to pull the wool over your eyes. Yeah, no, um, I I agree with that. I think it's uh, Indiana Jones, Tomb Raider, the Mummy, definitely the Mummy. In fact, like oh. she even like she gives off major what's her face vibes. Rachel Wise. Oh my God, yes. Like the way Very, she's dressed, her hair, like like it's like they're purposefully trying. Well, to Well, and that. being chased by an undead priest. I, I mean, oh my like, god, that scene was like actually scary. Well, yes. Now, now that we're there, let's. I mean, we'll talk about the horror component that. Oh my god, Moon Knight's testing out here. This and episode had everything. <laughs> a man is disemboweled. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, his organs removed. Uh. uh I'm like, well, that's that's new for Marvel. And... Definitely new. Um, I, I yeah, like uh, it's so I, it, we got some we got some hints as to what they were doing. Um, there's some kind of like regeneration magic going on, I guess. And I'm wondering, 
if like these priests or protectors or whatever you want to call them um guards um are like using these body parts and organs to regenerate themselves or um eh? or it, i mean it could be it could be amit related um, yeah maybe because well you know you I know, don't know. I, I i need to go i need to go watch the episode again because i remember them him like they they very quickly when they were glancing over like the desk you know and steven is looking at the desk I, there's um i think it was steven at the time there's like an arm on the desk um oh i'm sorry am i boring you <laughs> yes i just yawned <laughs> um there's like an arm on the table and it looks like it the skin is kind of scaly i could be wrong mm. But that's sort of kind of vaguely what I remember. So if you could be right, maybe it does have something to do with Ahmed since Ahmed is like part, what, alligator or something? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um. But uh, uh, it's all very interesting. So I, I, I'm wondering if the, like if it's not just like that. It could be just as creepy if, um, you know, this is just part of their uh, – um, you know, they're, they're just trapped in this sort of like cycle, like, you know, when they died, they just keep doing the same thing over and over again. They just keep like, like that was their job when they were alive and now they're like undead. So they just keep on mummifying people and taking out their organs and yeah. I, I, yeah, very, very spooky and gross. Well, and then also very Indiana Jones with the discovery that Alexander the great of all people was, uh. Of- all an people. avatar and i was like that is fantastic i love it i fucking love it so okay did your mind i mean i know that i like before was just like oh what if we um i i know that it's not the same name but do you think that this might this could be some kind of a uh oh gosh um uh like a mcu rewrite where alexander the great is kang or is that too far of a reach? Uh, I don't think Alexander the Great is Kang. Yeah, but do you but, do think Kang is somehow involved? Oh, Ramatut. Like, it, yeah. If, well, yeah, we know. And that there's he, there's been references. That's legit. There've been very subtle references. Uh, totally. There was a symbol. I think it was oh, the last. Right. I don't know if it was. Was it this episode? Or was it the last? No, no, no. Episode? It was the last episode. You're right. There was a I symbol re- uh, that the writers can conf- on somebody's jacket or jacket. Exactly right. Uh. And the writers confirmed that that was a nod to Ramatut. So I mean, and and that's the yeah. So if that is the case, that that now that you've reminded me of that, it feels like they wouldn't like do that and yeah, make Alexander because they they're both like the symbols of them are very different. But I I just I, assume. <laughs> I just couldn't believe Stephen upon unearthing the tomb of Alexander the Great. <laughs> Proceeds to desecrate the tomb of Alexander I the mean, Great. He's like, oh, let me just like, like break his jaw down his gullet. <laughs> I know, and for him, like being such it's a sacrilege. You know, yeah, it's like such. He holds it. I, he holds like all these Egyptian things like with such rev- reverence, and he's. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Oh, it was actually really cute when they first got in the tomb, and he's like seeing the statues for the first time, like getting super excited about it it was very well and 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 layla is like super impressed i mean steven is very useful in yeah this arena i mean and this is this goes back to what we were saying about uh the the dual personalities being a gift 
Because mm-hmm. th- Mark would kind of be out of his element. Totally. In this case. Uh, Assumedly, right. Because so far, yeah, he, like, when they were shown the the stars thing, he was just kind of like, I don't know what the hell to do. <laughs> um, like, well, what are you good for, Mark? For God's good sake, for Mark. Pew, other pew. than lying. Pew, yeah, right? Just wish you weren't a liar. But yeah, the whole sequence in the pyramids in the pyramid was um sick was sick and and yeah. and creepy and sick and creepy and good yeah indiana jones meets mummy meets tomb yeah, raider there were there, there was a puzzle there was a yeah the penitent man shall pass yeah I, I i i enjoyed the the structure of it all um it was interesting too that the um uh when they were in the the the, the maze portion you know and like the walls look like they're they're like shiny and reflective almost Mm. like it kind of almost looked like futuristic to me which i I, you know i don't know a lot of that feels um purposeful for some reason and i I, i'm wondering if there's going to be a reveal later on as to because you know she even mentioned she's just like the resources they had to have in order to make this is just insane um because the maze that they're in is um like from above would be the depiction of the the eye symbol. I can't remember, mm. um, but it represents the five or the the five senses, right? Yeah, yeah. like the if you had the eye, the eyebrow, the uh, tongue. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I, it's all very very clever, very very cool. Um, where the hell, where do the hell do they go from here? I mean. I, I, that's what I love is I I really have no idea. I I one thing I'm fairly certain about is that you know Ahmet is I mean we, we've said this before Ahmet is hella gonna be released. Yes. Um, and we're probably gonna get Moon Knight back. <laughs> Assumedly. I mean, yeah, we're just gonna find out if if freeing Kanchu is the way to do it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I um, there was a second where I was just like, "Oh my god, is this like a really ballsy move? Like where they're like setting up Oscar Isaac's Moon Knight, and then like he just fucking dies." Yeah, and you know what I mean. And then, <laughs> but then uh, you know, um, and then what's her face actually takes up the mantle of being Moon Knight. Layla. In- uh huh. If Layla takes up the Moon Knight of Man of Moon Knight instead, um. It would be interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that'd be wild. A ballsy move. Yes. Um. Yeah, probably I, I, not though. Yeah, no, I don't think. I, I think if if you have Oscar Isaac, you use Oscar Isaac. You keep um, him as close as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, hold him tight. He's a fairly talented person. And I'm thinking of little odds and ends. Um, boops and bips. Back in uh, Harrow's office, mm-hmm. uh, you see Stephen's goldfish. And, oh, yeah, right. And then yet another picture of that idyllic European town, which right. I swear to God is Latveria. Oh, bitch. So um, uh, somebody else pointed this out, and I can't remember who, but um, I think it was another TikToker. Um, I'm just, you know, um, 
uh, and I'm on TikTok way too often. Um, but they um they pointed out that on the box, I think in the uh cupcake thing, I think um the oh god, what did it say? The initials, the the uh, is that it, what it was? It, it didn't say Von Doom because I mentioned this in episode one. Uh. It didn't say Von Doom. It said, but it was uh, pointing to Von Doom for it, sure. It had the same initials as Victor Von Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was like, so, oh, what are you doing? They're 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 being very purposefully like like wink 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 wink. Um, it may not actually be what it is, but they they, they might just being like tee hee tee hee. But like it it's it's very plausible because we all know they're they're yes he's coming. They're, they're eventually gonna because he's such a big deal. And and any opportunity to do him correctly. Uh, yeah. after I'd two, like to do him correctly. I'm sure you would. <laughs> after after two very not good attempts. Um, yes. I'm I'm just curious when when he'll be introduced. I I find it interesting that they've they've set the pieces in motion. One would think Fantastic Four, but I actually, uh, since we're on this tangent, I don't think that's when he first shows up if he shows up at all because we've seen him in two fantastic four movies his identity is uh completely tied has always been completely tied to them and i think it would behoove them to establish him well before yeah i mean he encounters he's the fantastic four very a la thanos like you know give him a couple of like yeah give him some post credit yeah right exactly yeah, for and, sure and he he I don't think it's an he accident that much. I don't think it's an accident. They've nodded to him uh, in Moon Knight because he has had run-ins with Moon Knight. Right. Uh, people have talked about Black Panther. Uh, oh, the second as, the sequel. So L- Latveria and Wakanda have a very contentious relationship in the comics. Oh, interesting. And I didn't know that. While I think Namor is probably going to be the the chief villain of that movie, I could absolutely see Von Doom being in the background as. Someone referenced. Great. Um, Give it to me. I want it. Doctor Strange is probably it's probably too jam packed to even go down that road. But <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm leaving. It's, it's only a two hour movie, guys. <laughs> but I, I'm leaving any possibility. Yeah, I'm leaving any possibilities in that movie alive because. Yeah, I mean, really, truly, anything can happen. Even if it's just like a like a very short wink, yeah. they could totally totally throw anything in there and everything i feel like yeah um dr strang is going to be like a a a very much a kitchen sink uh yes movie very Mm -hmm. much so uh yeah they could literally also rename it everything everywhere all at once (laughs) yeah right yeah we're fascinated with the multiverse right now aren't we we really are um which i think i may have said on this podcast already but if you have not seen that movie already you are short shorting yourself you need to see everything everywhere all at once it is one of the most brilliant films i've ever seen ever, i mean ever. I, I, i'll say that like you, you won't have seen anything like it so truly it is it is that alone is probably worth the, uh, <laughs> oh man but yeah uh multiverse I, a lot of people are trying to tackle it nowadays and it's um it's fun and confusing and it's also a potential pitfall because you you risk 
spiraling out in too many different directions that you start to lose stakes. Like it start for sure. Th- You're like, oh, it's whatever. There's another there, Spider-Man out there. So who if gives there's a, a fix for everything. So I, I'm actually yeah. curious to see uh, how Doctor Strange addresses that and keeps the stakes elevated while yeah, also exploring the- alternate because like right now there's 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 a multiverse that's like super crazy but yeah is there going to be some kind of a a fix where there becomes some kind of order and maybe some 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 boundaries set up um that you know that aren't like um kang related and a little more natural but like You know, where it's not spiraling out of control. It's just like existing as is. And there's not really like, so we don't, we don't have as much access to, to the multiverses. Well, and, and I think Steven's meddling is going to be a catalyst of, uh, of creating some kind of order because he clearly F's up by Mm -hmm. doing what he did in Endgame and then doing what he did in Spider-Man. And right. And as I was texting you and Alyssa, you see, uh, Michael Waldron was talking about Doctor Strange and said that when we see him and we find him in this movie, he's still reeling and and regretful. He uses the word regret of decisions he made in Endgame. Right. And I was like, why would you be regretting what you did in Endgame when you said that was the only way to do it? Which leads me to believe <sighs> that wasn't the only way to do it and that a right. lot of people died unnecessarily. Right. Which well, f- which fits in with the Doctor Strange narrative from the comic. I'll tell you what, like he he is absolutely a hero. Yeah. But he is one of the guys that does not give a flying f about how to achieve. Uh, you know what I didn't even success. You know what I didn't even think about until now. Um, we're to believe that Kang was in charge of the the variant. What is it called? The Time Variance Authority. Thank you, TVA. Um, at the time of the uh, the snap and the the Infinity War in general, right? Wait, say that again. He was that he was like in charge of the TVA um, during, during that. The time yes. Of the Infinity yes. War. Yeah. yes. Right, because that was the the um, he deemed that to be the you know the timeline that was supposed to be happening. Right. right. Um, and Dr. Strange, <laughs> we're getting a bonus discussion about, it. <laughs> um, because I, I, I don't know. I think this is, it's all related obviously, but, yeah. um, uh, but then Dr. Strange looked into, you know, over a million, For 14 million possibilities, 14 million different possibilities. Right. Um, it is interesting if Kang had some kind of, you know, uh, control over that, um then none of those other variants would have happened anyways that he was looking at so that was kind of like a, a a pointless thing for him to look into the future 14 million times i mean i guess that was part of the thing that pushed him into making tony sacrifice himself yeah. um he's going to sacrifice himself um but um yeah, I'm just curious how he was even able to look at the different futures if they didn't really ever, um, if they were never going to exist, anyways. Yeah. Did that just like explode your mind a little bit? Because I, it did. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I don't know how that if if that I don't know if that's necessarily like a 
uh, a whole, but I think that there's a reason for that. Um, well, and considering Michael Waldron wrote Loki and also uh-huh. wrote Doctor Strange, there are it's no gonna holes. It's going to be there, real there, weird. He, he did not create a hole, so we're going to find yeah, out. <laughs> he did not. He if if any, if there's a hole, there is a reason the hole's there because we're going to go through it, and it's going to be a little wee 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 wee. Especially when it's the same writer, it's like there's there are no accidents. One hundred percent. So there there is one. There's definitely some relation there. Um, yeah, I am I am very curious about what that means. I, I my my imagination. That's that's what I love about all this stuff that they've been adding. Like I, you know, I think that I've enjoyed the MCU like for the past, what has it been 10, 15 years almost. Um, and it's been like a very, like every movie is just like, Oh, that was a fun ride. But now we're getting into like, it really truly is making my imagination run wild because it, there's so many ways that they could go and it's so fun. It's so fun. It really is. That's why we keep coming back. And, Mm -hmm. um, and Moon Knight, Moon Knight is has proven to be a worthy entry, and I, I'm really yeah. I'm as much as I enjoy, I, I think the show f- uh, functions really well as it's kind of in its own corner and not beholden to all of the larger narratives that are starting to take shape. But I I, I am giddy about getting Mark, Stephen, and the gang involved with with at least guys like Blade and Punisher or or whoever i think that'll be really fun oh no doubt no doubt um i want it now i want it right now i just want it all have to wait i'm gonna wait another 10 years to get all this resolved i'm just like gonna be i'm gonna be 50 by the time i get to the fucking what's it called oh jeez Secret Wars when we end all Secret of Secret Wars, yeah. Oh, I, I remember uh, back in the Infinity War days. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, now what? Well, that, it, was a, that was a lot of brain exploding. It was a lot of brain exploding. Um, yeah, you, you really did get a full bonus uh, <laughs> episode here. Bonus discussion. Um, uh, do we have anything else that we need to, to add or do, that we forgot about? I'm sure there is. Cause this episode was just so filled. Chock so chock filled. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, all, all shall be revealed. All shall be revealed guys in like only a few days. We're yeah. going to get the pin ultimate. We love that word here. At um, and, John John. and, uh, as a, a friendly reminder, once we close up moon night, will be a couple of weeks if not just a week out from uh, Kenobi. Oh, which, I don't know about you, but I I'm, keep I'm forgetting about it. I'm, so excited. I'm excited to jump back into Star Wars mode. Oh, me too. Me too. This, I feel like it's going to be a year of Star Wars. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I mean, we, man, say it all the time, but it is a good time to be a nerd. I love Quite. being a turtle. Um,. Yeah. Wow, wow, we wow. Well, Daniel, so, you're going on a trip. Yeah, I'm leaving. Literally today, I'm going on a cruise. This is crazy because, like, I haven't been on a vacation since before the dock times. Um, and, you know, cruise lines right now are <laughs> desperate for people. Right. <laughs> so, this is, like, so cheap. I was just like, I there's no reason why I shouldn't go like at this point so i'm packed my bags and i'm getting out of here and i'm going to greece and israel 
Yas Queen. That's great. Um, we'll cross our fingers. I mean, the news. I don't know if you've been following the news in um, in Israel right now, but uh, times are a little crazy. Yeah, just be careful. Keep your keep your head on a swivel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely gonna. Well, I mean, <laughs> thankfully, I think Norwegian Cruise Lines. Uh, I think that they, uh, you know probably won't go there <laughs> if things are super crazy but we'll see no. we'll see i i called them and they're all like well we're monitoring the news and we'll let you know <laughs> i'm like okay great cool, cool cool neat um but yeah so i unfortunately probably won't be here for the next episode because i know it's the penultimate and it's probably going to be a really cool one but i can't wait to listen to you and Alyssa well, gagging about it it's gonna be great well and one of these days we're gonna we're gonna string a bunch of episodes together where we're all here but but yeah. as we've told you we're 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 busy people with uh, we're very busy things to do and um but yeah i think i mean i assume we'll all be here for kenobi at least the start of kenobi and, god willing um doctor and well and course, dr strange oh my <laughs> we'll god we'll have an episode on dr strange after it uh that one comes first yeah may 5th right which we all have tickets for oh bitch <sighs> Um, well, <laughs> Alyssa is usually the one that ends the episode. I don't know how to do it now. Look, I'll do it. I'll, you will. I, okay, I'll. I will do it. I'm. I'm lost without her. We we are lost without her. But I think it goes something like, well, you've been listening to Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. This is good so far. I'm Dino Nicandros. Oh, and I'm Daniel Dawson. That's my line. May the force be with you. Uh, <laughs> And then I always. say, always. And then you say. <laughs> and then I say, see ya. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Inside the Tauntaun Podcast. Please like and subscribe.